Welcome and good morning. It is November 4th, 2023. You're listening to All Out Law. I'm your host, Attorney Kyle Wyatt of Wyatt Law and Associates and Freedom Traffic Law. Uh, located at 2847 South Inger Mill Road, Unit C101, open Monday through Friday, handling all of your family law and traffic law needs. You know, the thing that's, uh, you know, we, we had Halloween, great times, spend with the kids, family, all that. Uh, but meanwhile, halfway uh, across the other side of the planet, uh, horrors are going on, um, and, and we're learning more about the horrors that, that uh, went on on October 7th. Um, and, uh, and and we're seeing things in our news today here in the United States. Uh, our university and campuses, uh, public schools, which is uh, extremely disturbing. And, and one wonders uh, what uh, the, the state of our union is when you have uh, so many young minds, youths, who uh, take up the mantle uh, and support Team Hamas, Team Palestine, uh, and are visibly, physically, emotionally attacking uh, Jewish kids, Jewish students here in in, in our in our country, and, and it just it, it befuddles me. Maybe I. Maybe those who uh, are older and uh, actually uh, studied history and um, paid attention in school, who watched the horrors and had to read the books. How many of you had to read the book, uh, The Diary of Anne Frank? Do they do they still do that? Do you do you still have to to read the the Diary of Anne Frank in in, in schools? Uh, we did uh, growing up, and and why did we? Why did we? Uh, as students, and I don't, I don't know what grade that would be. You know, would it be eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, whatever the other grades were? Uh, but why, why was it that, that that reading the diary of Anne Frank? Why was that? Why was that important? Why was that necessary? Well, why is studying history necessary? Important it is for us to learn from the mistakes of the past, to learn, uh, and and hopefully not recreate. Hopefully, uh, make better decisions. You know, history always has a way of repeating itself. And we see it time and time again. You know, if you, you know, the old, old adage, right? Uh, if you, uh, if you, you know, keep doing the same thing over and over again and you expect a different result, uh, it's a definition of, of insanity, right? Why would you? Why would you keep doing the same thing over and over again? So we're supposed to learn from history. We're supposed to, to grow. Right, uh, knowledge is power. We 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 know now, right, that uh, a lot of the things that we have done in our past is is, is just just morally wrong. You, you go back to the the Jim Crow era in the Deep South. We know that separate but equal is wrong. I mean, just just more as, as a Christian, just wrong treating. Another human being treating a neighbor differently than than you would yourself. So we 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 learn from those, right? We grow from those. We don't have 
well, now the left is trying to do segregation. You know, we're yeah, well, we're going to have a, a, a different graduation uh, this year. We're going to have the, our, our colored folks. They're going to, you know, we we want them to be special. We want to we want to lift them up. So you don't want to be with us white folks. No, we're gonna we're gonna make something really real nice for you. All right. So outside of Democrats placating to whatever weird things are doing, we learn from those. That's not right. Uh, we, we, we listen, listen to the speeches and, 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 and the moving stories of, of like Martin Luther King. Uh, we, we learn uh, from the mistakes of the 1860s, right? Having slaves. Learn from the 1920s, the early industrial age, where we had children working in factories. Children. Small children. And so we, we learn from these things to become what? A, a better society. So in school, we learn about World War II, the tragedies of the Holocaust. The Holocaust. What is the Holocaust? It's where a government actor said, we don't like a certain type of people. And we're going to take this certain type of people, and we're going to take them away from everything that they have, everything they built, their homes, their businesses, their families, their community. We're going to take them away, put them on trains, and we're going to move them somewhere else. And we're going to say it's for security. It's for their security. Right? You always got to worry when the government says, it's for your own good, we're doing this. Trust us. It's for our, your own good. And then the same government takes these groups of individuals, put them in the factories, put them to work. And some had to go to camps where they suffer starvation and torture and rape, gas chambers and furnaces. And so we, we, we learn these things in school. So we don't recreate them in the future. And I'll be damned if, if here we go, October 7th, we see a group of militants who are funded, trained, coordinated by the nation of Iran. And unbeknownst to 1,500 people on a Saturday morning, um, cross over to Israeli territory, border, and rape, murder, uh, and, and, and all sorts of horrible, horrible things uh, we may get to. And yet you have these young students here in the United States praising them, praising this terrorist organization. They, they don't want to be called terrorists, by the way. If you were going to Truth Matters, they were doing an interview, and they beeped out the word terrorist when describing Hamas. They beeped it out like it was a bad word. Scary, guys. Well, all right, we got to take a break here. You are listening to All Out Get questions, comments, feel free to get us a call here in the studio, 447-5743. All right, welcome back. You're listening to All Out Law. We got uh, Benny from Stratford on the line. Benny, what say you? I just wanted to mention that just three years ago, Trump was president. We had world peace. Uh, the Democrats came up with a COVID hoax that allowed them to cheat in the election. Uh, they succeeded in getting Trump out of office, even though he won. And now the world's gone to um, crap. In a handbasket. 
um, it's amazing to see how fast the world has reverted back to the old ways before Trump, after they cheated to get him out. It's crazy. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Things did seem a little bit more peaceful for a minute. Uh, it is something what the strong leadership can do. Um, that's interesting. That, that is a uh, it, it'd be a good compare and contrast if if Trump is back in office next year, and uh, and, and what would be the state of the world? Would Russia still be advancing in Ukraine? Um, would uh, more attacks happen uh, to Israel? It, it's a it's it's a it's a, it's a darn good question. Um, I'd be interested. You know, that, that is something that many you, you bring up, and I think about uh, the American voter kind of feeding into learning from history, right? It's not that ancient of of, of memory when you were at the pump paying what a buck twenty, buck forty, buck fifty gas. Um, it's not that long ago. You remember that? You remember being able to go to McDonald's and buy a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit for under five dollars. You can't do that now. I'm, it, it blew my mind when that when I heard the price. It, it was like, what? For a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit? What? Five dollars? Insane. So people could see, all right, stuff costs a heck of a lot more now. Uh, we got a lot of chaos going on around the world. Maybe it, maybe, maybe it has something to do with it. Maybe it doesn't. But that's just what it is. Uh, but we definitely see what happens here at the home front, where you have uh, millions uh, crossing uh, the southern borders. We have no idea who they are, where they come from. Just coming on in. Uh, the state of the economy, the feds keep raising interest rates. You know, they wouldn't be raising interest rates if the economy was 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 getting strong. We keep hearing. From the White House, Bidenomics is working. Look at it. We're we're we're, we're building jobs. We're we're, we're stronger GPS, you know, GPT than than never before. We're, we're, and yet the Feds disagree and say, "Well, no. <laughs> we're going to have to raise interest rates yet again." So if things are going that swimmingly, I would not expect to see that. Um, and so, with that being said, I would think. That if, if if Trump was able to get to get in and reverse these horrible policies of uh, plague this nation that has uh, made the poor poor, and, and that's what it has. You know, Democrats talk about how they're for the poor, they're for the little guy. At one time, that that probably was true. At one time, but you can't say that now. I mean. They're 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 rubbing elbows with 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 silicone techs, uh, big businesses. Uh, that's who they are. I mean, it, it's it's as if the Republicans and the Democrats kind of switched. You know, Republicans used to always be accused of, of hanging out with the, the fat cats, right? Uh, the, the 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 oil barons and all these other folks and stuff. 
And so, so they don't care about you little people. You know, uh, majority of union workers now, poll had come out, union worker, union, right? You don't get much more blue blood Democrat than, than union workers, right? The, the heartbeat of the nation. Majority of them voting Republican. Well, why? Well, Democrat policies. You look at the auto workers, Democrats, Biden, saying we need more EV vehicles. Is it better for the environment? No, it's not. And it's not. You can't argue that EV vehicles are better for the environment. Where are you getting the supplies to make the batteries? Cobalt. How do you get that? What do you have to do to the planet to get it? And then when you're done with it, when you're done with it, what is the disposal of it? What kind of toxicity is it from disposing it? And you still got to charge them up, right? They don't charge themselves. So you got to get the fuel in it somehow. So no, it, it does absolutely nothing. It is, it's most like Mama Jeans here locally. Mama Jeans, you know Mama Jeans. Have you ever shopped at Mama Jeans? Or uh, place gets some you know, organic foods and, 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 and you know, uh, healthy foods, bulk stuff, you know, herbs, teas, all that kind of stuff. Well, uh, starting November 1st, they decided to, uh, we're not going to give you bags anymore. No more bags. Why? Well, it's, it's for the environment where we're doing it. And so it's virtue signaling. That's what they're doing. It's virtue signaling that, well, it's not going to do jack crap. We know that. Well, how do I know? Well, there's a store right up the road called Walmart, and they're not getting rid of their bags. And I guarantee you they do a little bit more business than Mama Jeans does. So they're, so they're, they're oh, we're not going to use bags. Uh, doing nothing outside of hurting little people, hurting the poor. What the left does? They just—it's just about how it looks. I want to wear a mask. Why is it going to do anything for you? Oh, but that's right. I show the world that I care about my neighbor and I care about my health. Because it does nothing. We know that now. Studies have shown it does absolutely nothing. Does that protect you from microscopic viruses? It's virtue signaling. Well, look at me. I'm wearing a mask. I'm better than you. It's insane. It's insane from history, or from the past. And so if Trump was to win and reverse these horrible policies, then what could the Democrats run next time on? And would America have a short memory? Would they forget what it was like under Biden and Obama? Would they forget that? Would they forget how costs just skyrocketed? Would they forget that they couldn't buy the things that they wanted to buy because they might hurt the environment. Would they forget that? Would they forget the low the, the low gas prices, the, 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 the low cost of buying food, which helps the poor, the poor. You only get a certain amount of money each month. And if the cost of the things that you need to live increases, you have less. It's not voodoo science, not voodoo math. Corbin, help me out. What do you say? Uh, well, you know that I'm not really Kyle. I, I'm scared to death. I'm scared to death. I mean, yesterday we had the guy from Hezbollah, and I, that, I guess that's in uh, uh, Iran or, or Syria. I'm not sure exactly, but he basically said, "America, we are ready to destroy you." 
we, we are ready to jump into this thing. This thing is going to get outside of Gaza and Israel. I mean, it really pretty much has already. And we're going to get dragged into it. And whenever you got these guys, I mean, it's like if Billings was going to try to attack Springfield, okay? Normally they wouldn't do it, but they look at who's in charge. You know, we got Blinken over there. You know, we need to pause. We need to pause. We need to pause. And you got Joe saying it now. They're looking at our leadership that is weak, absolutely weak, like you said. They, they have done nothing but kowtow to that extreme fringe on the left. And they are doing exactly what they say. I mean, Israel is the only democracy over there in that, poor, in that part of the world. And we're telling them, you know, yeah, we, we realize that you are attacked, but, you know, you, you need to back off. And, and, and you need to uh, respect the, the, the rules of war and things like that. I mean, they, they drop pamphlets, and they have told the people in Gaza, look, we're coming in, we're not stopping. If you don't want to be a part of this, if, if you like to live, if, if, if you don't want to go see Allah right now, you better move. We've told them. And if they're still there, hey, it you know sucks to be you at the end of the day. But, but we're not backing up Israel. We're not doing a damn thing. We're, we're giving them lip service. And then you, you had 30-plus Democrats all say, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, we, we're, we're not going to back Israel. We're not going to back this, what, 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 $10 billion? How much have we spent in Ukraine in a war that's not being won? Yeah. And so far, as far as I can see, Israel's winning. I mean, that's a really big difference. You, we have hundreds of billions of dollars we've spent on a war that's not being won, and, I, and God only knows where the money's going. Israel says, hey, we only need 10 bill, and that's to, to restock our, um, our missiles, the Iron Dome, um, you know, be able to, you know, to kill these people at the end of the day. That's all we're asking for, and, and, they're, and they're balking at that, and it's, all, and it's all really due to one person. At the end of the day, you can go right back to one person, Joe Biden. He is weak. He is frail. His administration is as well. They, you know, they're backing terrorists. We, we are actually backing terrorists. Who would have thought that? I know, buddy. Hey, we got to take a break here at the bottom of the hour. Appreciate your call. If you want to join the show, give us a call here at the studio at 447-5743. Two New York Jewish college students detailed the fear they have felt with the rise of anti-Semitic sentiments on campus uh, since the Hamas terror attack on October 7th. Uh, two uh, Jewish students uh, spoke Thursday about anti-Semitic radicalism on campus amid the war in Gaza. On October 7th, Hamas launched a multi-pronged terror attack on Israeli army bases, civilian communities, and music festivals 
that led to 1,400 deaths and 240 kidnappings. Just a astounding number. 240 people kidnapped. While many in the international community were initially horrified by the event, soon after, many teachers and students in American schools nationwide started expressing support for Hamas and antagonizing Jewish students. Being a Jew at NYU right now is scary, students said. We are seeing an uptick in anti-Israeli protests that are turning anti-Semitic. There are signs that read, globalize the Intifada, which is a historical call for the extermination of Jews and the call for violence against Jews. Student went on to say that Jewish people are hearing chants of gas the Jews. And Hitler was right. Leaving students horrified. This is happening in your backyard, folks. This is not somewhere else. It's here. As a granddaughter of Holocaust survivors, these statements being thrown around so carelessly and thoughtlessly are extremely harmful. We're seeing constant contextualization and justification of Hamas's brutal terror attack at NYU. If this was any other minority group on a college campus or anywhere else in the world, everyone would be up in flames. There would be condemnation everywhere when it comes to Jews. The world is silent. Another student attends Bernard College, which is partnered with Columbia University, noted that Barnard president, Laura Rosenberry, recently released a letter detailing security changes for the campus. Roberts read the letter noting that there had been pro, uh, posters in halls that justify the deliberate murder of innocent civilians, employ racial slurs, espouse misinformation, and call for the elimination of entire groups of people as students walk to class with bowed heads in fear of confrontation. But some faculty members, Robertson, had written an open letter denouncing her for writing the statement in the first place. I am scared and disgusted by this faculty who are saying that condemnation or condemning anti-Semitism is something that should be looked down upon. She then said that a group called Students for Justice in Palestine had agreed to host a speaker who praised the second intifada something where there were suicide bombers who came into Israel and they're allowing this man to preach to our students on our campus. Student noted that the current political climate has made students like her a new grim outlook on the community she lives in. We're analyzing the relationships we have made with our peers that are silentness calls for our death and our global extermination are running rampant across all college campuses, not just college campuses in a lot of other major cities. Roberts then referred to another letter, one penned by faculty at Columbia University and Bernard, where they came out in support of a statement from students, faculty, that had referred to October 7 terror attack as merely a salvo in an ongoing war between occupying state and the people it occupies. I think that's something. We got Liberon on the line. Ron, what say you? Good morning, Paul. Good morning. Are you pro-Palestine? Uh, you pro-Hamas? No, but I, I just question everything I hear on the news. Well, I would, I would do, but watch the videos. 
Videos are hard to lie. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a video that just was released this week. Uh, I, I, it was inside a home. Inside of this, this family's home there on October 7th, Ron. I'm a and child. the father and mother were executed in front of their two children. And those two children watched. And then the, 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 the murderers, the terrorists, went into yeah. their, their refrigerator, eating the food. The kids are asking what happened to my parents. Oh. Yeah. So, I think Israel's they're way stronger than than uh, Hamas. Oh yeah, they're gonna find but, out, aren't they? Well yeah, but I question I thought Israel had real sharp intelligence agencies and stuff. How could this how could they not know about this huge planned out attack? That's going to be answered. Israel didn't really come to their defense. Those guys raped and pillaged and hacked up babies all that time. Where was, where, how far was it? Where, where was, where was uh, Israel's army and to defend these people? Yeah. How could they let them be attacked like that? It seems like a, a fail. Yeah, an epic fail. Epic Phil, or, or, or if you're going to be uh, one of those conspiracy guys, Israel wanted it to happen, so they have an excuse to attack. I don't know, obviously, but, you know, I'm the guy that uh, thinks uh, 9-11 was false flag. Obviously, it was. <laughs> yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, I, I, I guess I'm a conspiracy guy. This seems just like a, a, a carry-on. A carry because the world changed on 9 11. It's been moved ever since. Right. And it seems like someone's trying to start this war. And the media, the, the right wing media, is so pro war. You seem just so eager. No one knows what's going on. You don't think we're being lied to about stuff? Aren't you the one that's in support of giving billions of dollars to Ukraine to fight Russia? Yeah, because they, they started slaughtering people. <laughs> What's the difference? They started slaughtering people and hitting, hitting civilians. Yeah? What, what, what do you think Hamas did? Chopping off babies' well, heads. Raping young girls. Israel's got those huge bombs. They're just hitting civilians. Just killing thousands of people. Well, where, where, where does Hamas like to hide out at? Where do they hide their stuff at? They use, they, they use people as shields, don't they? I've just seen people getting slaughtered on mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and the Palestine people, you, you don't have any mercy on them. They're, they're just sitting there, got nowhere to go. Hamas has got them. War, just war is ugly, isn't it? A lot of, lot of innocent people died in World War II, didn't they? Yeah, I and mean, that's what happened. Look, look at us now. How did it help to slaughter all those people? Well, I would hope one would learn from the past, but it didn't seem like that, not, that's going to help. You know, no one listens listen to you, listen to you guys. Let's go, let's go wipe them out. Let's go clean them off. You think that's really going to end? It's just going to cause more hate in the world? Well, so you thought ISIS, you think ISIS should just remain uh, doing what they were doing, or was Trump right in, in destroying them? I don't know what Trump did. I, I don't trust anything. I hear. Well, I, I know that ISIS existed under Obama, and we don't hear about ISIS anymore, do we? 
All I know is when you start, you got these religious wars and start to talk about good versus evil and all this. Yeah. You know it's going to be bad. Well, all you know, right. You guys are dividing this country. You got left and right. You find people leftists and Marxists and stuff. Trump's talking about a mass deportation if he gets in. How's that going to look? What's that going to do to the United States? Or we just keep our borders open and allow anyone and everyone in, right? Open. That's another lie. How's that lie wrong? God. It's like you think eight million people don't come across our borders. I don't know what they're talking about. Nobody's coming. Go down to Brownsville, uh, Ron, and then come back and talk to me about it. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you. You have a good weekend, bud. Nobody's coming across. God. Uh, but it wasn't just uh, NYU and, and Columbia. A 21-year-old Cornell University junior. Uh, this just came out Tuesday. Was charged Tuesday for making online threats to Jewish students at the uh, Ivy League school. Ivy League, you're supposed to be the the best and the brightest, right? You go to an Ivy League school, uh, you're not just going to some public school. You know, you're, you're going to the top notch. You're going to get the best jobs, right? These are where Supreme Court justices come from. This is where, you know, all the, the politicians come from. This is where all the, the, the elites, right? So the, these people are supposed to be... Way ahead of us, you know, just average folks. I mean, these are top-notch. The cream of the crop. Patrick Dye, a junior at Cornell, faces charges charge of posting threats to kill or injure another using interstate communications, federal prosecutors in the Northern District of New York said. In a post on an online discussion board, prosecutors said the student allegedly threat, uh, threatened to shoot up a campus building in another post, he said he would stab or slit the throat of Jewish men and rape or throw off a cliff Jewish women he encounters on campus. He also said he would behead Jewish babies and threaten to bring an assault rifle to campus and shoot all you Jewish people. This is a junior. This is a student. Right, right. Three years when going to going to going to this this, this university, Cornell. Right, making good grades, getting out of boys. You think this just happened? What do you think? There's many others like him. The federal complaint filed against Die stated he admitted to making the threats. Die admitted after receiving Miranda warnings that he was the person who used the internet to post the threatening messages described above. Vesker said they traced threatening communications to the suspect's internet protocol or IP address, a number unique to a device or network connected to the internet. Earlier, Tuesday, Cornell officials confirmed that a person who made anti-Semitic threats against Jewish students at the I leave school over the weekend had been identified and taken into custody. It's going around. We got to take our last break. If you got any last minute questions, comments, snide remarks, feel free to give us a call here in the studio at 447-5743. Anti-Defamation League said uh, last Tuesday the preliminary data shows nearly 400% increase 
in reported incidents of anti-Semitic harassment, vandalism, and assault since Hamas terrorists stormed into Israel on October 7th. In a testimony during a Senate hearing, Tuesday FBI Director Christopher Wray said anti-Semitic threats in the U.S. are reaching historic levels with the Jewish community, targeted by terrorists really across the spectrum, from homegrown violent extremists to foreign terrorist organization. And just this morning, uh, Fox News, Christopher Wray admits that he has no idea who's coming across our borders. Ron, your FBI director. We have no idea how many terrorists could be coming across our borders. Conflict between Israel and Hamas has likewise stoked fears of Islamophobia spreading across U.S. and other Western countries. The Council on American-Islamic Relations said last Wednesday that it has recorded nearly 800 complaints. So you got to add both sides. You know, it's just, it's just equal apples and apples here. The threats of Cornell, which the university president said had specifically named the school's center for Jewish living, came after week, weeks of heated protests and demonstrations over the war at colleges across the country. In interviews, college students have described an increase in tensions on campus, and in some cases, university administrators have been forced to intervene. Syracuse University, for example, announced earlier Tuesday that an event featuring a teach-in lecture from a Middle Eastern Studies scholar, would be canceled after a faculty member contacted the school with safety concerns. Syracuse University is not able to confidently ensure the safety of the attendees. So we can't, we don't know, we can protect you. The speaker and her whole campus community and thus has made the decision that this event will not occur as scheduled today, the school's chancellor and president said in a message to the community Tuesday afternoon. In recent days, images and videos circulating on social media have found intensified concerns about other anti-Semitic threats around college campuses. In one video uploaded to Twitter, now X, haven't figured out that why. Why did why did uh, why did Twitter change its name to X? I, that's I, I don't think I've ever been properly educated on that. Um, anyway, partially masked man in Harvard Square near Harvard University. Claims he has been ripping down flyers with the faces of people taken hostage by Hamas terrorists and says Jewish people should be exterminated. In a statement Tuesday, a Harvard University spokesperson said the incident happened on a city sidewalk in Cambridge and the local police department was looking into it, adding that the school's police department was supporting as needed. The university spokesperson said there was no indication that the masked man in the video is a Harvard student or community member. And it's going around, not just on college campuses. You're talking, we're seeing it even in, in public, as far as government officials. Government officials. Homeland Security. Posting on Instagram, anti-Semitic support for Hamas. In other places around the country, in Miami, Florida, a dental group, CJ Smile, said a dentist, a dentist, a doctor, had been removed from our staff after videotapes were posted on Tuesday showing him removing posters of Israelis kidnapped by Hamas from public space. What is with people? 
I am yet to be able to just wrap my brain around the support for Hamas and Palestinians. That's and Palestinians. I assume you've seen those pictures floating around social media where you had queers for, 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 for Palestine or something like that. And I just, I wanted to say, let's start a GoFundMe to allow these folks to go and, 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 and thank these Palestinians in person. Here's an opportunity to take your banner, queers for Palestinians, to the town square there in Palestine and Gaza and shake the hands of the people that you're supporting. I'm sure they will welcome you with a key to the city and a banquet in your honor. Obviously, obviously that's not true because recently they showed three homosexuals were beheaded in the streets there in Palestinian Gaza. So why? <laughs> Excuse me. Why then do the left and his left? You're not seeing Republicans supporting Hamas and Palestinians. Why are the left and these young minds, who are chic to be Democrat, right? So cool. Why do they support anti-gay factions? It is a head scratcher. Why do they support organizations that demean women and, and, and treat them as property? It's a head-scratcher. Thousands of Israelis and Palestinians have died since the October 7th attack in Israel by Hamas. The aftermath of the attack, tensions have flared in the U.S., including alleged crimes committed both the Jews and Muslim communities. Anti-Defamation League tallied 3,697 incidents involving anti-Semitic harassment, vandalism, and assault in the U.S. last year. The highest in number since the ADL began tracking in 1979. A national poll released just Thursday by the ADL and the University of Chicago found about 10 million American adults hold both high-level anti-Semitism and support for political violence. 10 million. That's more than the population of the whole country of Israel. This population is also higher than the total number of Jews in the United States, the ADL said. U.S. Senators have sent a letter to the Department of Homeland Security concerns about what's going on. U.S. Senators Maggie Hassan, a senior member of the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, and uh, Gianna Sh- Sh- Shaheen joined a bipartisan group of senators in pushing the Department of Homeland Security and FBI to take additional action to help protect the safety and security of Jewish Americans, religious institutions, and organizations in our country that are vulnerable to increased threats and violence as a result of Hamas terrorist attack. The senators wrote, while we appreciate the joint public safety notice issued by the Department of Homeland Security and the FBI, to faith and community leaders on October 10th, government agencies have a responsibility to continue to prioritize the safety and security of individuals and organizations vulnerable to violence, especially violence motivated by anti-Semitism in real time as the threat landscape evolves. 
As this effort continues, it is vital to prioritize information sharing to the maximum extent possible with targeted communities as well as state and local enforcement officers and partners. As you may recall, in May 2021, as violence perpetrated by Hamas against Israel escalated, anti-Semitic violence rose across the country. This country, our country. It is imperative that we work to prevent further targeted anti-Semitic violence in the wake of the current conflict. Ensuring the safety of Jewish Americans also requires increased coordination to prevent and respond to threats of violence. Such coordination is not only necessary between federal law enforcement agencies that like DHS and FBI, but also other federal agencies, including the National Security Council and the Department of Education, as well as local gov governments, law enforcement agencies, and community leaders. Senators also called for additional funding and awareness of the Nonprofit Security Grant Program, which Senator previously successfully expanded. Former President Trump signed into law bipartisan legislation co-sponsored by Senator Hassan to codify that grant funding the houses of worship and nonprofit organizations must be available for small states like New Hampshire, not just for major metropolitan areas. And Senator Hassan successfully worked to quadruple funding for the program. Senator Hassan also introduced bipartisan Pray Safe Act to establish a federal clearinghouse through which faith-based organizations and houses of worship could access information on safety and security best practices, available federal grant programs, and training opportunities. Well, it's here, and it's our job to be diligent, keep your eyes open, but I think maybe more important is to teach your young folks. If the schools refuse to teach, if the schools refuse to have our students learn from the mistakes of the past, then it's up to you as a parents, grandparents, family members, friends, to make them aware of the atrocities that man can do. Evil is real. Evil is much, much real. Satan is hard at work, and you have a group of people who are just ever so eager to help him. And so, I, I don't know, I, I worry. I do. I worry, and, uh, and, and, and I worry about our youth. So hopefully, uh, hopefully our school board can, can look at this as opposed to worrying about who's gay and not, about free lunches and whatnot. How about teaching our students the history and the horrors that our Jewish friends have gone through? That might be a start. Guys, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. It's going to be a beautiful day out there. And until next time, stay tuned.